Sports Talk 1110-993-WBT. Don't know what's going on. We are experiencing technical difficulties here at the radio station. So if you cannot hear me right now, send us a message. Let me know where you are, how you're listening, and I will relay that <laughs> to the engineers. I don't know what's going on. I've heard about the stream. I'm not sure if it's uh, off air. I mean, we we have a, sign, uh, or a, a light that comes on if we are off the air on the terrestrial side, which is the stick, the radio stick. Um, and that is not on unless the light bulb burned out. Are you on light bulb patrol duty? I was not. Okay. The light's been on. The light has come on. So we know it. We know the light bulb has been working and the light bulb works when the stick doesn't. That's how that kind of works. So just a heads up. Um, all right, so welcome to the show. Hour number two here, uh, News Talk 1110-993-WBT, Pete Callender Show. Uh, I am curious, for, I, I recognize this path I'm about to embark upon is fraught with peril. I recognize this. Eyes wide open going into it, okay? And I want to be very clear that I'm speak. I'm going to be speaking, and Dennis Prager... Is, is speaking in his piece I read at the North State Journal, nsjonline.com. Uh, these are generalities. We are going to be speaking in generalities. Okay, so hashtag not all people. All right, but the truth is general. There, that's why generalities exist is because there is truth in that generality, right? Okay. So last hour, I was talking about the uh, abysmal uh, scores that have now been released, proving that the lockdowns did devastating damage to the kids. Oh, the stick is working. Thank you, Brett Jensen. I appreciate that. We have confirmation. The stick is working. It's always good to know. (laughs) (laughs) The digital side, not so much. Uh, I cannot cannot tell you it's been intermittent on and off, so... Uh, just a heads up on that. But the podcast soldiers on. So uh, you'll be able to get what you missed uh, on the podcast, which is at uh, thepetecalendarshow.com, or you can get it at wbt.com, any of your favorite podcasting platforms. All right. So last hour I talked about 92% of kindergarten teachers are this. 92% of kindergarten teachers are fill in the blank. 75% of all teachers are this. of librarians are this. Teaching young people to despise their country, to feel guilty about their white privilege, or to think of themselves as victims, to view everything through the prism of race or gender or whatever. All of these ideas, they originated in university gender studies uh, departments. And also... This other kind of studies department. I I think you should probably figure out what I'm talking about now. And nearly all of the professors in these study areas are, like those other professions I mentioned, they are also this. The this is women. uh, Yes, 75% of all teachers are women. 85% of librarians, the ones that stock the shelves with the, the crazy books that invite in the drag queens to do story time, right? 92% of kindergartners are women. Uh, The gender studies and the women's studies departments, uh, virtually all female professors, right? Teachers and their unions did great damage to young people during COVID-19. They demanded, because of their 
I'm reading this from the Dennis Prager piece. The unions demanded, because of their hypochondria and an apparent inability to apply reason to COVID-19 risk, that schools be closed for nearly two years. Teachers unions in big cities threatened to go on strike if schools opened. In general, teachers unions are just radical arms of the Democratic Party and the progressive movement. They are overwhelmingly composed of women members and women leaders. The premise of Dennis Prager's piece. Here's the, uh, the third rail that he latched onto. Headline. Women are disproportionately hurting our country. Hold your fire. Hold your fire. I didn't say it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just giving you the headline. The first thing that I should explain that he explains as well is that it's important to note here that Dennis Prager speaks of the generality of the danger that men pose to society. The danger that men present, they could hurt, we can hurt our country as well. He said, when I was in college, I read a book by George Gilder, one of the wisest thinkers of the last half century. It was titled Naked Nomads, which, uh, had, a deeper imp- which had a deep impact on me. It was about single men and all the pathologies associated with them. For example, he drove home the point that the biggest factor concerning violent crime was that it is overwhelmingly committed by single men. He said it made this book made him a lifelong advocate of marriage, actually. Now, he points out you know, he was not a violent criminal. He, he didn't engage in these psychologies or these psychopathies. He said he came to realize that raising good men was the most important thing that society could do. If it doesn't, the male propensity to physical aggression and predatory sexual behavior will wreak havoc. Therefore... Raising boys to control their natures is fundamental to society avoiding chaos. So the first thing we need to do is assess whether or not we agree with that premise. Do we accept that premise that Dennis Prager has laid out? That raising boys to control their natures is fundamental to society avoiding chaos. Do you accept that? Do you agree with that? That that boys have this sort of natural propensity towards physical aggression and even predatory sexual behavior. And it is our job as a society to suppress that, to redirect the, the physical aggression, right, to, uh, like, to football and apparently school board meetings. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. But do we, do we direct that? Some, right? we, you, try to, you try to mold the kid. I personally accept that premise. Now, what's the other premise? Do you accept a similar premise for females? And we're back online. I think the app is now up and running again. And now it's down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think it's back online. So for uh, folks who missed the whole first segment, oh man, that's that's terrible. It was like the best segment I've ever done in my life. You should get the podcast and go back and listen to it. Uh, let me recap. It's basically Dennis Prager. I'm totally uh, just reading what he wrote. Um, but he, he makes this argument. I'm curious what you think about this argument. 
The number is 704-570-1110 or 1-800-WBT-1110. The headline is, Women are disproportionately hurting our country. He talks about, right out of the gate, talks about a book he read a long time ago called Naked Nomads. Uh, It was talking about single men and all the pathologies associated with them. And he said the biggest factor concerning violent crime was that it is overwhelmingly committed by single men. And he said he came to realize that raising good men was the most important thing society could do. If it doesn't, the male propensity to physical aggression and predatory sexual behavior will wreak havoc. Therefore, uh, raising boys to control their natures is fundamental to society avoiding chaos. So the first question you have to ask yourself is, do you accept that premise? I do. If you do, as well, then do you accept a similar premise for the other gender? Uh, I'm sorry, sex. Or whatever. The other thing. Yeah. So... Whether spoken or unspoken, he said most people thought that girls just didn't need to be raised to control their natures nearly as much as boys did. But they do. So there's the, the quote, problem, right, with Prager's piece that I have seen from a lot of lefties who are outraged that he would assume that there is a nature, a general nature of girls, do we accept that there is a general, again, all truth is general, these are generalities of which we speak, but is there a, genera- is there a general nature for boys? And if there is, why wouldn't there be one for girls? And if so, what is that general nature? Okay, so first premise, do you accept that boys and girls have general natures? Boys should be uh, trained, basically, right? in order to limit the propensity for physical aggression. Um, And then for girls, what is their nature? Dennis Prager says, I'm going to have to duck as soon as I say this. Dennis Prager says, girls need to be taught to control their natures just as much as parents teach their sons to control theirs. Specifically, Girls need to learn how to control their emotions. Oh my God, I can't believe you said that! Uh, Sorry. Uh, (laughs) I know how it sounds. Look, I know how that sounds. It sounds like every sexist trope that's out there, right? I know what it sounds like. But just just hear it out. Here's what Prager says. Just as the male sexual drive and violent impulses can overwhelm their conscience and their ability to think and act rationally, emotions can do the same thing in girls and women, overwhelm the conscience and their ability to think and act rationally. However, it should be obvious that at least two generations of parents, especially among the well-educated, did not teach many of their daughters to control their emotions and think rationally. (sighs) The result is, now, because he says we've done a pretty decent job of, you know, of, of 
constraining our boys' natural tendencies while not constraining our girls' uh, natural tendencies, the result is a disproportionality in who is harming society. And he says this is now women because the boys have been constrained, but the girls have not. Monica says, in case you haven't figured this out, this is a trap. <laughs> Dude, look, this is no, we're just gonna have we're just gonna have a rational discussion about that. Are you saying that you can't have a rational discussion? <laughs> okay. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. We're discussing this piece by Dennis Prager. Titled, Women Are Disproportionately Hurting Our Country. He makes the argument that boys have a general tendency towards uh, physical aggression, but that society uh, recognizes this and uh, seeks to control those those natural tendencies, because if it doesn't, uh, boys will wreak havoc. Um, Hashtag, not all boys. But society has not sort of taken a similar approach with girls. And he says that it should. What's the girl's natural tendency? He says, he says it's to control their emotions. And he says that it's obvious that two generations of parents, especially among the well-educated, did not teach many of their daughters to control their emotions and to think rationally. The result is that Women now are disproportionately active in doing damage to the society. He says the most obvious example is education. American schools teach less and indoctrinate more than ever before. He cites the statistics of how uh, the professions are uh, the profession at various grade levels are made up of mostly women, you know, two thirds or uh, three quarters to 90 percent gender studies, professors, women's studies, departments, teachers, unions. Right, the damage that these organizations have done in education. He also talks about physicians and healthcare workers. Now, I do wish he had provided some actual statistics on this stuff, but he did not. Um, he says uh, healthcare workers, physicians, they're at the vanguard of ruining young people's lives at children's hospitals that push giving young people puberty blocking hormones and opposite gender hormones, performing hysterectomies and mastectomies on healthy girls who say they are boys, and chemically or physically castrating healthy boys who say they are girls. By advocating uh, the teaching of woke ideologies in medical schools, placing these ideologies on an equal footing with medical education. He talks about uh, this organization called Physicians for Reproductive Health that published an open letter to the nation's reporters and news editors. By the way, mostly women. Um, Rush Limbaugh, remember, he referenced this as uh, the chickification of news, right? The Physicians for Reproductive Health demanded that reporters censor anti-abortion activists. It was signed by more than 600 doctors and healthcare professionals, and nearly every single signatory was a woman. All four of the listed leaders of the organization, women. He talks about women clergy being at the vanguard of pushing Christianity and Judaism to the left, leaving mainstream churches and synagogues increasingly empty. And he says women are disproportionately supportive of cancel culture. Okay. Now 
Again, I wish he had provided me statistics, but this is the premise. Do you agree? Let me go over here to Melissa. Hello, Melissa. Welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. This is the first time I've called in. Well, welcome. Thanks for calling. Thank you. You know, this is a very important topic, and as I was listening to you further um, kind of delve into this whole, um, like, transgender movement and things like that, it's, you know, it's definitely, you know, looking at the women that are pushing some of this, and as a mom of a 22-year-old and 20-year-old man, you're, you're seeing this where they're getting more feminized to try to meet the needs of women, but yet the women aren't willing to change. It's just a, a really, it's really sad to see. Like mm. My kids are like, I probably will never get married. Um, and I'm like, oh my God. But well, that's an, in, it's an interesting, you raise an interesting point. I suspect, so you're the mom of boys, I suspect moms of boys versus moms of girls might also have different opinions. Yeah, and we could, and we could. And, and you know, I mean, I see definitely a shift um, in, like, how women are becoming more empowered, yet still are extremely over-emotional. So they tend to react with their emotions, they continue to do that, but they're more empowered asking for more um, more of other things. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's like, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so there's just a, definitely a shift. And I understand, I mean, as we're advancing and everything like that, we need to, we're not, like men don't go out there and hunt and, you know, scavenge for food the way they used to and have to fight to get their mate. I mean, so things have definitely shifted. Um, but the shift for, like, the chickification, which I remember hearing Rush say that, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's really true. You know, we're the only country that does affirming for transgender. We're the only country that will is willing to give puberty blockers to our children without even them developing fully. And it's a really scary thing moving forward because I think you're going to see an, you know, an increase in suicide if we keep this up for people that hit 25, 30 years old and realize they've made a mistake and they can't reverse that. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a, that's one of the, the sidebar issues associated with this discussion that I do, I do really fear for, all of the people that have been led down that path. And I don't, um, yeah, I don't envy the families uh, or the, the patients in, uh, in those scenarios, but um, yeah. Yeah. Melissa, I appreciate the call. Absolutely. Take All right. Care. Take care. Uh, let me jump over here to uh, Kirk. Yeah. Hello, Kirk. Hey. Welcome to the program. What's going on? Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, well, yeah. What do you think? Listener, uh, first time caller. Yeah, I actually agree with Prager. Uh, I drive a truck, so I catch him a lot of times when I go to the mountains. And I wanted to piggyback onto that. He also had a uh, one of his little uh, talks on his radio. You know, kind of does a little monologue. Yeah. Uh, the, the the individuals for all the corporations that have gone woke that teach all the wokeness and all this. Uh, he pointed out that they're all women as well. And I'm I'm guessing there's a relation to of that to the education side. Well, I used to be a teacher too, and I could tell you for a fact that that stuff's going on. Mm-hmm. 
But, uh, well, and it's it's sort of like uh, you probably heard this right that people uh, well it's a terrible shorthand but I guess it exists for a reason too like Republicans are are the daddy party and Democrats are the mommy party you have you ever heard of that uh, uh, yeah yeah right yeah. And, and so what is that about though it's that like if you you, you fall down and uh, you skin your knee again this is a generality but you, you're a kid you fall down you skin your knee you run to mommy. Mommy's going to kiss it and make it better. Dad's going to tell you to rub dirt on it and get tougher, right? Like that's kind of the. Uh, there's a different approach, right? Yeah. To or dad's going to say, "I bet you don't do that again." Right. <laughs> so there's just there's a different approach there. Uh, different lessons, you know. Uh, toughening kids up has value uh, because if a kid, uh, this is one of the problems with like bulldozer parents, right? Where they just clear everything in front of their kid, they clear out all the obstacles. Well, you know, resistance to pressure builds strength. And so if you don't ever get that, then what, what kind of an adult do, do you become? And so if everybody is getting the, the cleared path for themselves and not the overcome the obstacle path, then uh, is that doing a disservice to them? And if you magnify that, you know, to a society at large, do, are we worse off for that? Yeah, we, we definitely are. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, Kirk, I appreciate the call, man. Stay safe. You do. Yeah, All right, buddy. Drive safe. Um, yeah, I, I don't, it's very easy for me to understand the argument that he is making, but I also understand it is fraught with peril because anytime you talk about, you know, emotional women, well, they get very emotional about this stuff. They <laughs> just, come on. Am I not supposed to make any of those types of jokes They're right there? Just sitting there. It's low hanging fruit and I'm so hungry. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Sarah wants to know, sh- uh, talking about that school in uh, Cornelius, uh, shouldn't there, they had the chant, no butts, no busts, no bellies, whatever, and uh, the middle school parents are very upset about it. Um, shouldn't there also be a dress code chant for the boys about no butt crack? Yes, I agree. I agree. No butt crack. No boxers. Like that whole thing with like, oh, look at me. I'm wearing underwear, which I guess, good for you. You're wearing underwear. I don't need to see it. I can just assume. Don't need to see you walking around with the, what is it, the, oh, it was called like the toilet paper waddle. That's what Ramona would call it, where your pants are so low that, I will, they're wearing belts. So that's a good thing. You know, if you're wearing the belt, at least. But you need the belt because otherwise the pants completely fall off your butt. But this idea, like I have to show you my boxers or something, is that I, I don't I don't get it. I don't want to get it either, and I'm fine with that. Uh, let me go over here. This is Dean. Welcome to the show. Hello, Dean. How are you? Good, Pete. How are you? I am doing all right. Sound well today? I am. I cannot complain much, but hey, yeah. This gentleman that you, we've been talking about, I, I just don't see any purpose to what he's saying. He's to me, it just sounds like he's pontificating about the facts of life or something. I, I don't know any parent that that has that cares about their child that doesn't want their child to be their child and not a you know a victim of whatever they you know whatever they're they're influenced by. I, I think parents 
parents are the number one influencer, not... Uh, yeah, that's you know. why... Well, okay, so he is. he's saying that just like we teach boys to control their natures, we have to teach girls to control their natures. That's what he's... That, that's that's the, the premise of his argument, that boys and girls have natures. Humans have, like, we, are, we have these tendencies, and we as a society... Uh, deemed to control the tendencies of boys. We all kind of recognize, like, you don't teach, you, know, you teach your sons, you, know, you don't settle things with violence, you don't beat up on the uh, the smaller kids, you know, don't be a bully. Like, these are the things that we teach our boys. There are also tendencies that girls have that we should be teaching them not to, uh, not to, uh, to be ruled by. And that is emotion. And he then connects all of those things that I went over with emotionalism. Uh, okay. I, uh, I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I just don't see where what he's saying can influence those things. I mean, you know, I mean, you, 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 we say about all the teachers being female, and, and that's an issue, but who would you rather have? Look at the alternative. A bunch of guys teaching your kids that want to hunt and have sex all day? I mean, you what? know, you, you, you really... Women uh, nurture. When and, he, yeah, but no, that, 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 and that's his point, is that you're you're giving in to one or the other, and I'm not aware of how all the guys that would go into a class and teach hunting and sex, although uh, I'm, I'm sure there are some college programs that are very much like that. But, uh, well, at least the sex part. But the um, uh, I had high school teachers that were men. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but he's inferring that. And that's where, you know, everybody wants to tell the teachers what... This isn't. Well, it, you're getting Dean. Dean. It. Dean. You're getting. Yeah. You're getting hung up on the teacher thing. You, you, your initial. Your initial statement was that you don't understand what it was that he was trying to assert, and what he is asserting is we need to do a better job of teaching, particularly girls. He says to be less emotional and more rational in their approach to policy, and then he cited some of the things in our current culture that we are dealing with, these cultural issues. He cited those as examples. So he's, he's talking to mom and dads that have children. Yeah, he's talking about moms and dads who... their children. Right, correct. He is. Absolutely. And, and we're not going to allow for inclinations that some boys are... Are football players and confrontational he doesn't, by he, nature? No, he and, doesn't say that. He says you direct the tendencies, the natures. You direct them into things that are more beneficial. You don't just you don't just see you don't just abandon the field. You don't just say, "Oh well, I have a boy. I guess he's going to go out and murder a bunch of people." You don't do that. You know why that was? I thought it was pretty clear.